welcome to the Death and Taxes Podcast, the only podcast dedicated to life's two certainties, death and taxes. My name is Brandon Ayers. I'm an estate planning, elder law, and multi-generational income tax planning attorney serving clients all throughout Chicagoland. But because of that, I have to let you know that this podcast is not meant to be legal advice. This is for general informational purposes only. Specifically, today's episodes for educational purposes. We're going to talk about an interesting tax. So please do not take and please do not refrain from taking any action based on what you've heard in this podcast. Particularly with this episode again, please do not start to raise tax to pay off foreign invaders so that they don't invade your homeland or to raise armies against those invaders. Although, I guess you could argue maybe that's what we do with some of our federal taxes. Anyway, please give us a five-star review. That'd be great. Let's get on with today's episode. Today, we're talking about the Donegeld. I don't know if that's how you pronounce it. That's how I'm going to pronounce it. Donegeld. Spelled D-A-N-E-G-E-L-D. It's a tax that's pretty famous in history. Sometimes characterized as a tax that an English king would raise to pay off Vikings to prevent them from invading their land. There's a story, I don't know if it's true, that more medieval or whatever era English coins, the era of the Norman invasions, the Viking invasions of England, Ireland, Great Britain. There's there's a story I've heard, it might just be hyperbolic or whatever, but archaeologists have discovered more coins from England in that era in Scandinavia than they have in England. That's how much money the Vikings looted from the British Isles. But the Donegal, it seems, in its purest form, was actually a tax to raise a mercenary Viking army against the Scandinavian invaders. Not necessarily a direct payoff, but a certain way to dissuade them. You're paying some of them to actually stay and then defend you, which I'm sure always turned out great. I'm sure it never happened where they paid a guy and then he met his old buddy as he was bringing his ships up to shore, and they said, you know what? I think you're going to pay both of us twice what you just paid me, and then we'll not invade. How about that? I'm sure there were some pretty red-faced lords when a Scandinavian army turned coat when they saw their old cousin pull up his longboat. But this tax was during the era of the Vikings and their invasions of the British Isles, which is in the 9th, 10th, 11th century, 100 to 10 or 1000 AD, of course. And it's typically associated with England, but there's evidence of these kind of payments or taxes all throughout Europe. Vikings were pretty well established, well traveled. Their longboats, of course, even in American history, we all know their longboats were pretty good at navigating uh, long voyages, open seas, and shallow enough that they could get up rivers like on an island like um, Britain get inland a bit through the rivers with their low-drafting longships, raid towns, steal some gold, do your pillage thing, burn some stuff, and get out. So there's a similar history of Donegeld in France and Germany. So people in history will associate Donegeld with army tax, a tax to raise an army in self-defense. In politics, in political history, I guess you'd say, if you're listening to a politician as he's pounding his fist on the podium, saying, this is just another Donegeld. He's probably talking about a tax to pay off somebody that's threatening you. You know, it'd be like, if after, and this is a dark place to go, but if after September 11th, instead of invading Afghanistan, we just raise a tax to pay off Osama bin Laden so that he wouldn't attack us anymore. You'd have some politicians saying, this is a Donegeld. In that case, it seems like they might be actually right. 
So the Donegeld is, is really uh, an interesting tax theory. Again, I like to talk about the tax theory. What are you trying to do here? Who are you raising money from? You're raising money from the landowners, the people that are going to be saved, which aren't always, aren't always landowners, in order to pay for their protection. So when you get to the incentivized versus disincentivized behavior, this tax really kind of falls outside that. I mean, obviously your payment is meant to incentivize leaving people alone or incentivize defending us when we need you, but the taxpayers are really just burdened, aren't they? It's really like, hey, I'm, as I'm raising my crops, I know that I'm going to, at the end of the year, I'm going to need to pay 50 shillings to the Donegeld. So take that off the top. Put the first 50 shillings we get in from our um, wheat harvest to the Donegeld. So it's really just a burden. It doesn't do much in the way of job creation, I would suppose, unless you want to talk about the mercenary armies. But the Donegeld specifically sounds like they were paying Scandinavian. So it'd be like, Raising an army of Canadians to defend American borders with American tax money. That probably wouldn't sit too well. If we're going to defend our borders, might as well do it with Americans for paying American money for it. There's actually some uh, references to Donegeld in uh, literature. Hamlet references Donegeld. The verse goes, He shall with speed to England for the demand of our neglected tribute. And then the poet Kipling, he also references this. It is wrong to put temptation in the path of any nation for fear that they should succumb and go astray. So when you are requested to pay up or be molested, you will find it better policy to say, we never pay anyone, Donegeld, no matter how trifling the cost. For the end of that game is oppression and shame, and the nation that plays it is lost. That's a poetic way of saying, we don't negotiate with terrorists, right? So Donegeld, the refusal to pay Donegeld is actually, ironically, a pretty deep-held American belief. All the way back to Thomas Jefferson and him dealing with Barbary pirates. If you know the Marine Corps hymn, it references the fight that the U.S. Navy had and Marine Corps had against North African pirates who were demanding money for captured ships and sailors of the United States. We never pay anyone Donegeld no matter how trifling the cost. For the end of that game is oppression and shame, and the nation who pays it is lost. Have a good week, everybody. We'll see you next week. Stay safe.